0: And rather than saying like, when you bring this up, it makes me mad, right? When you say that, I can't believe that that you would think that or, you know, to place as much of the problem on them as possible. If, If the problem is my problem, it's harder for the other person to get defensive.
1: Hello, welcome to Restoration Matters. We have conversations around restoring relationships with God and others. I am Nick Rehmeyer, joined by Scott Lomkman and Greg Thompson. Hello, boys. Hello.
0: hello. Ooh, unison, hello. That
1: was good. Yeah. Impressive. <laughs> Today, our topic is off limits. Off we are limits. talking our about Our topic things. is off limits? Yes. Or our our t-
2: topic is off limits. Whoa, weird. Um, we, we can't talk
0: about the topic.
1: We can't even talk about it. All right, well.
0: That ends the show for today. Yuma, email us <laughs> at podcast... App. just kidding.
1: No, we are talking about talking... Not talking about things... Wait.
2: Yeah. Talking about not talking about things that are off limits. You guys Craig, what are we talking about?
0: Yes. Uh, um, uh, basically, what we're talking about here is when it is appropriate and even beneficial to deem something off limits. Hmm. So, for instance, if there is a topic that just... Um, immediately uh, starts a conflict or an argument, or you know, makes everybody's blood pressure go way high, then it might be prudent for forever or for a period of time to say, you know what, we are not going to talk about this anymore.
1: How is that beneficial?
0: Okay, well, I think it can be beneficial for a couple of reasons. Number one, I think a temporary break. From really volatile topics can be beneficial to, um, to to kind of restore balance to a relationship. Okay. So, for instance, if there is if there's an issue or or just a topic that that needs to be addressed. Uh, so let's say let's just say somebody in the family is um, using drugs, and we need to talk about this, or maybe they're vaping. You know. And we'll go a legal route. They're vaping. And it's and it's not okay with the parents, um, but they're, they need to... They, so they want to address this issue, but it just keeps happening. And every time that it's brought up, it basically just sends everybody into a tizzy of, of conflict and, and fighting and damaging, you know, behavior to the relationship. Right. And so maybe for a period of time, maybe it's a day, maybe it's a week, two weeks we say we are not going to talk about vaping because the way that we are talking about it is damaging relationship. Yep. And you know, you might you might be thinking, well, no, the vaping is damaging the relationship. Yes, also true. But the way that it's being talked about is is also damaging relationship and driving people farther apart, which in the long run might just lead to more vaping and less, um, less healthy relationships, which are both bad outcomes.
1: Okay, so this is kind of like an extended timeout. Yeah, not like you're putting that person in timeout,
0: but like a
1: timeout in a game.
0: Yeah, for a topic.
1: Top, for a topic, it's like, hold on, let's time out on this for a while, put it to rest, and let's come back to it. Yeah. So it's not off limits to where it's like, oh. This is off limits forever. It potentially may be something that could be if both parties have decided this is just going to be best not to talk about at Thanksgiving dinner Is right. politics right. because it just gets ugly. Right. But like you were saying, example of vaping, it's like, well, let's put a pause on this and revisit it in a few weeks mm-hmm. because right now it's just way too hot to handle.
2: Yeah. Yeah. And so what we're not, we're not saying is that um, for at least some of the things that may be off limits is that it's not important. And it may be very, very important. That's right. But it is to say, it's just not working right now Mm -hmm. discussing this topic. So we need to pause, step back. Maybe we need to be thinking about how we can re-engage this topic in a better way. Mm -hmm. and Just kind of doing some some work to try to understand why it is so volatile and why it goes so wrong. Um, Maybe we need to be just building the relationship um, because it's not necessarily how you're talking about it or, or it's, but it may just be more that, um, with where you, things stand with you and that person, you just can't have discussions about mm-hmm. things that are, that are, are at all heated. And so you need to just spend time being together, um, having positive interactions for mm-hmm. a little while to where you have that relationship base to then just talk about anything that's difficult.
0: Yes. Yeah. So the foundation that we're, that we're really talking about today is rest. And the foundation that we really need to resist when we're putting this into practice is address. So, so we are resting from the conflict. We are we are engaging in other conversations, or we are we are doing things that don't um, don't provoke conflict. We're resting from that mm-hmm. for an intentional period of time to build trust and and you know help to to start to restore a relationship yeah this is this would
1: be a particularly hard one for me because i genuinely like to approach conflict quickly
0: yes me too
1: and let's get it figured out let's talk about it mm-hmm. i mean i guess that's not entirely once i guess i have had maybe a little bit of time to rest but for me it would be intentionally hard to be like let's put this on hold for two weeks i'd be like oh my gosh yes that hold wait, really you know yes that's gonna take some that's a that's a big learning curve for a lot of people.
0: Yeah, I agree, and I think that I mean I'm the, I'm in the exact same way. If there's something lingering in the air, okay, wipe the calendar clean, and let's sit down and let's sit in a room until we get it resolved. Mm-hmm. And um, virtually every one of my family members has said that that's not always helpful. <laughs> so, so um, I'm gonna I'm gonna say that I could be wrong on that one uh, that approach. And so so the. For me, it feels like when there's a conflict that isn't resolved, it's like the house is on fire. Yeah, and so sitting in the room, watching TV when the house is on fire, and your
1: couch is on fire.
0: Yeah, feels really uh, like the wrong thing to do. And so, so for me, I have to kind of really assess that understanding of the situation: is it really on fire? You know, mm-hmm. um, and and you know, 99 times out of a hundred, it's not, it just feels like it is. And so, so then choosing to rest and not just jump to addressing the problem can actually be a wise thing to do. Yeah. Good. So the other kind of facet of off limits is maybe we need to put something in the off limits bucket for good. and, and, these types of issues are really issues that that none of us have control over, right? And there's tons of these issues in our world today, mm-hmm. where, where I mean, if you watch the news, the majority of the content in the news are things that we have no control over, virtually, and that make almost all of us upset and to some degree or another. Yeah, and so it's really it's really easy to talk about those things. And those things can really hijack at best or, or ruin at worst relationships. Mm-hmm. And so, I mean, even just going to the, to the most basic level of, of political affiliation, you know, I mean, we've seen in the last few years that, that that is reason enough in today's world to just never talk to somebody again. And that's a shame. And so so if there's somebody that you don't agree with politically or fill in the blank with some other um, some other some other thing that doesn't really uh, have an urgent impact on on our relationship um, then it might be a good idea to shelf that topic indefinitely
1: yeah and what's a good way to say somebody does bring something that, up that was off limits. Mm-hmm. What's a good way to redirect that conversation topic? Mm-hmm.
2: A like whistle. Oh, <laughs> like a referee.
0: <laughs> Subtle. I like it. Slag Yeah. Ooh, a flag.
2: Yeah. A series of different yeah. colored cards. Yeah, You
1: like... should have yellow flags. Carry yellow flags with you and just start throwing them in the air yeah. when somebody brings us something that you don't want to talk foul. about. Yeah. Personal foul, <laughs> offense, 10 yards, repeat second down.
0: I like that, actually. Um, yeah, try that on me and see how it works. Now, um, yeah, I mean, what's, what are some other ways? What are some other <laughs> that's ways? That's one way to deal with
2: it. Uh, any other suggestions? One of the things that you might have to make off limits is throwing around flags when somebody says something you don't like. Yeah, yeah. that's
1: good. That would be funny, though. I think it would really ease the tension. Yeah. Yeah. It could. I'm actually, I'm going to try that. Are you? I'll let you know how it works okay. in the future. Um, I think a good way to to redirect, um, actually a bad way to redirect would be to ignore yeah. that person and give them a bit of the silent treatment or the cold shoulder. Yeah. Right? Because what's that going to do effectively? Yeah. Seriously, like what do you think it'll do?
0: Well, usually it doesn't actually communicate what we try to communicate. It just creates another problem that now we have to solve. Mm-hmm. So we're assuming that
2: uh, we've already agreed that this is an off-limits topic in this scenario. Yeah. And now we're thinking of like, what's like a good way that you could com- sort of remind everyone mm-hmm. or remind the other person like, Hey, we remember we talked about this kind mm-hmm. of thing that isn't um, passive aggressive or embarrassing or calling them out. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, those are ways not to do it. Right.
1: Being passive aggressive. Yeah. Which would sound like what, like somebody brings up politics at a family dinner.
0: Oh, I guess and you just don't care about the rules that we put in place. Yeah. That's a, great way to really get that person and that came a little Hot. too naturally maybe
2: <laughs> look who wants to talk about
0: <laughs> politics yeah. again yeah. <laughs> no yeah i think i think just having some kind of a you could even say set that up when you when you do you know agree that this is an off-limits topic is to even say okay so what happens if we accidentally slip into an old rut and we mm-hmm. bring this topic up
1: code words code words yeah code words oh, yeah <laughs> yeah code blue cheeseburger
0: Ooh, cheeseburger i
2: mean you could just just kind of change the subject yeah um in as natural a way as possible yeah but it's going to be obvious that you're changing the subject but probably that that will sort of trigger people to think like oh he's changing the subject and they'll think oh because we you could even agree like hey if if it starts to come up i'm gonna pretty quickly try to just change the subject so that that kind of tips them off to think
0: yeah oh right and and I think as lighthearted as 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 you can be is generally a good topic. Oh yeah, okay. jokes. Yeah, really
2: like not sarca- not super sarcastic or yeah. mean, but like yeah, really light jokes. Yeah. is a great way. Yeah. yeah,
0: or saying you know if somebody brings it up and it's the topic that everybody knows or you, at least the two of you know is off limits to say like okay let's not go there you know or yeah. hey what uh, how how about the how about them bears you know mm-hmm. and. Uh, <laughs> Like the football team? No, the bears that are in the woods of the fort. No. Oh, okay. Yeah, I oh, was, I was real bears. Well, around here, bears. you know. I was saying the bears football team. Oh, yeah, doubt bears. Um, but, but, uh, but just to try to try to kind of lovingly redirect the conversation in a in a way that is going to get to a new topic that is healthy.
1: But Craig, you don't understand. I have to eat dinner with these people, and you wouldn't believe what they believe. It's unbelievable. How could I eat at the same table with them when they well, believe that? Say I'm the person. I'm I'm acting as the person objecting. Think, yeah, what
2: maybe. what would you say to me? I'm falling. I'm falling. Well, have you had a conversation with them about this? It, not in the heat of the moment when they're mad? Yeah. Yeah, once. So, okay, we'll try it again.
0: So, I like I I think it's really helpful to a place the as much of the source of the issue on yourself as possible. So mm-hmm. it, you know to say to somebody like hey, this makes me feel really stressed. Mm-hmm. This makes me feel frustrated. I don't like the way that I feel or how the the way that I act when I when I talk about this issue. And so a way that you could really help me with this is if we could just not talk about this issue for at least the next 2 weeks or a month or whatever it is. And rather than saying like when you bring this up it makes me mad right when you say that i can't believe that that you would think that or you know to place as much of the problem on them as possible if if the problem is my problem it's harder for the other person to get defensive
1: right yeah that's
2: good
0: and also and go for it
2: i was going to say it may be good if you're worried about the other person maybe resisting this idea of mm-hmm. of kind of making off-limits topics to actually not make it sound like we're never going to talk about this again. Yeah. Um even just even just say like hey, for the next just for the next month can we just pause this? Yeah. Start with something manageable and maybe things are awesome and then you can follow up by the end of that month and say hey, it seems like things have been going really really well since we decided not to talk about that. Yeah. Should we keep that going? Do you think that that would be beneficial? Or do we need to maybe have a conversation about that topic and, and like how could we maybe re-engage with this topic in a way that's going to work
0: better? That's so healthy because um, we all get stuck in ruts. And in, in relationship, you know, there's these ruts that we can get into with our conversations. We, we gravitate towards certain topics. And it makes me think of the fact that the students here at the ranch, when they come to the ranch, they, they give up their personal cell phones. They still have a phone that they can use to call family members, but they don't have a cell phone that they can pick up and be getting notifications 24 seven and, you know, have, have complete and unfiltered access to, to anything and everything. And just this morning I was having a conversation with a student that's getting ready to graduate. And he was saying that he was getting his cell phone, um, set up this week since he graduates. And, um, and that he was holding it in his hand and he was looking at it and thinking, how do I want this device to be a part of my life? That is awesome. So awesome. I was like, I could have jumped up and down because he basically said, okay, I've had eight months where this device hasn't been a part of my life. I recognize that before this, this eight months, it might have had an undue influence, or it might have allowed me to to um, have access to things that weren't good for me. And now I've had this break, and I'm coming back to having a phone again, and I'm intentionally thinking about what role I'm I want it to play, and what I'm going to allow, how I'm going to allow it to impact me, and taking a break from a hot topic or something that is causing damage or destruction. When we come back to it, we now have. A, a bit of a clear mind to, to to consider how we want that topic to be a, a part of our conversation or or now that we've taken a break for a month, do we even want it to come back into our, our conversation?
1: Right. It can be really healing too, spending time not talking about something that is hot and maybe something that you don't like that that person is doing to really rest and and see what else? is this person about and Mm -hmm. like what else does is about this person's story that I don't know about that I now get to spend time learning about Mm -hmm. and seeing like oh wow like you're more than just your political beliefs that I don't agree with yes like you're a human being with a story and context and now that I've gotten to learn about who you are like that's actually given me a deeper appreciation Mm -hmm. for who you are and all of a sudden now it's oh well I I guess you know we can disagree on politics Mm -hmm. but like you're an awesome person, Yeah, whoever you are. Yeah. You know?
0: Yeah. Well, good. Well, so basically our encouragement this week is just to, to consider giving a, a, a rest period to certain topics that are causing um, conflict, undue stress, and other things in your relationship, even if those things seem to be very urgent at the time. Giving a, a brief period of rest or an extended period of rest and and saying these topics or uh, or these these issues are off limits for a period of time can be really really helpful and with that, we now get to our most favorite segment
1: What do you mean do you mean
0: what do you mean
2: so today's meme we have um, another simple one like we had in our last episode it is a picture of a lion. That's right. An African lion. Ooh. And I assume it's an African lion. Now this lion maybe is it's a North American
1: lion. Uh, they, he's, got a, he's got a, he's got a mane.
2: it's well, it's definitely, but I think that there's like, aren't there like Asiatic, Asiatic lions It, it might be yeah. that I think they have like shorter manes or something. Okay. This one I, has
1: a nice big mane. I don't know. Yeah.
2: All right. If you know about lions, please write to us at podcast at and let us know. <laughs> But anyways, this is a lion. It's probably an African lion, and a, he is just looking dead ahead, serious, confident. Looks like a lion. It's intimidating. Um, sun is shining on his face, mm-hmm. and the text is: "You were
0: born to be real, not to be perfect. You were born to be real, not to be and perfect." I think
1: it's important and for effect. His his chin is a little wet with perhaps his Blood. latest meal. Blood which may have may have some effect on how we interpret mm, this wow. meme. I, didn't I missed that.
0: that. Yeah, I missed that. That was a well, good yeah. observation. Good. Okay.
1: Stick with me, boys.
2: All
0: right. So, born to be real.
2: So, the overall kind of emphasis on this is kind of this emphasis on authenticity, yeah. sort of like, which culturally is sort of, for many, is value number one. Like, mm. number one priority that I have in my life is to be who I am. To be perfectly authentic and genuine to what I feel, what I think, um, what I want to do at any given moment, Um, to be myself, presenting myself to the world as it is in the moment. And that's what's most important. What's Mm -hmm.
1: generally means to be genuine in our day and age is what I'm feeling is reality. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to act according to what I feel because that's the most real thing that there is.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Which, is that, do you like that or not like that?
1: Oh, I don't
0: like that. Oh, you don't like that? No. Yeah, because basically that means that um, we're all just like the king of our own castle and everybody else needs to get out of the way. Mm -hmm.
2: Yeah, Yeah. and I think that's it gets really drawn out by the second half, which is not to be perfect. Perfect, that implies some kind of a standard, some kind of a code Mm -hmm. that we're adhering to Mm -hmm. that we are doing more or less perfectly. Um, whether that's morals or um, just sort of cultural expectations. Mm-hmm. The idea is like I I am not, um, there's no burden on me to fit into something outside of myself um, or yeah. to adhere to something outside of myself or to meet any standard outside of myself and who I am in this moment and what I feel in this moment.
1: And by outside of myself, what you mean is outside of
2: my emotional state of being. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or even my definitions of right of what is what I should be doing or yeah. shouldn't be doing, and
1: that is unhelpful because that is constantly changing, and also without any outside um, boundaries coming in, it it really just makes for um, kind of living in a, your own little personal vacuum in which um, whatever you feel is the truth, even if that's not true
0: yeah and and really I mean thinking about it there so so this meme is putting putting being real and being perfect in conflict with each other mm-hmm. but I think what this meme is what they're what they're really trying to speak to is this striving for perfection right this pressure to be perfect because very few people in the world would actually say no I, I've achieved perfection right? right like yeah I did it Look mm-hmm. at me. Yeah. Perfect. I'm looking at you. Yeah. And you don't see perfection, do you? <laughs> um, but uh but so there it I think the underlying sentiment here is like cut yourself a break. Cut yourself some slack and just be who you are. Mm-hmm. Right?
2: Yeah, I, nobody's perfect is usually an excuse for doing something messed up and not wanting to feel guilty about it. (laughs) It's not a sort of abstract statement of like, perfection is not attainable because of our fallen human nature. It's more like, uh, can we just forget about the fact that I did that or said that or that I'm not, you know, doing what I should be doing.
0: Oh, Um, please. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah. And it's also very just, um, it. So the one thing that comes to mind that I think is probably the biggest problem I would have with this is that, very often when we are um when we have an opportunity to love and serve other people we have to be not real in certain ways in one way so if i you know if i'm tired at the end of the day and my family has a need um the most real thing i could do is like sit down in a chair and read a book or like sorry yeah or like i'm tired lay down on the couch yeah. and and do nothing that's the most real me in that situation but that's not good, <laughs> you know, yeah. that's not kind, that's not loving. So often when we love other people, we actually um, are acting in ways that are contrary to how we feel and what we really want at that moment, mm-hmm. what we're really thinking at it's that moment.
1: It's a real convenient way to escape responsibility too, yeah. like yeah. you were just saying. Yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah, like every Tuesday night when we have community dinner at the ranch uh, and we're deciding who wants to go first, usually I'm pretty hungry. So real me would be like, got it, I'll go first, you know. Just being real. (laughs) Just just being real. (laughs) Prayer ends, okay,
2: (laughs) run to the front of the line. I was (laughs) born to be real, not to be perfect. (laughs) And
0: I am hungry. (laughs) Real hungry. Yeah. Yeah. So, So, yeah, so really, you know, being real, I mean, especially if you're coming at this with a Christian worldview and you are recognizing that we have a sinful nature, you know, that being real is actually not what we're trying to be. Mm-hmm. Um, I think if we, the best way to interpret this is to say I, I'm going to be realistic, you know, and to say I struggle with this, or you know, I know that this isn't good, and I'm trying to I'm trying to improve in this way, while at the same time, not you know just burying myself in shame and guilt because of my failings.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's, that's the grain of truth to this is that yeah. what, you know, what's not good is living like a fraud or pretending to be something that you're not, yes. or, you know, putting on this sort of like false face that is like completely at odds with, with what is actually going on. Yeah. Um. But, but again, where that gets, especially like in our culture today, it gets so twisted because it just becomes this excuse to not really be good mm-hmm. or to grow mm-hmm. or to do what's right.
0: Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's this kind of, um, it's this kind of permission to just throw off all expectations that that the world or that, you know, your family or people that you care about have on you and say, sorry, you know, I'm not perfect. Yeah. And now that's my excuse to, to go and just do whatever I want.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. And there's place in the Christian worldview and in our families to, to be real with our emotions and talk about them and like, man, I just feel this way. This is terrible. But there's a difference between not being fake and a fraud and not putting on a front versus like actually just being honest Mm -hmm. with what you're feeling and not letting them attempt to rule your life and define reality. Yeah. And so that's where, yeah, this born to be real, not perfect. Yeah. There's, there's a grain of truth, but also it's, it's just saying a lot that is confusing.
0: Yeah. I think that's all we have to discuss about this Meme, mimi, meme,
2: meme, meme. Meme. What do you meme? What do you meme?
0: Um, and so with that, we are going to wrap it up and remind everyone that you are welcome to write in with your thoughts, questions, memes. If you have a meme suggestion, mm,
2: yes, send me memes. Send us memes. I don't want to spend any more time trolling Facebook for these things. So <laughs> if
0: you've got good ones, I need a source. Send me memes. M-E M E M E. Me memes. Um and uh, nice. you can you can uh, email those to podcast at rocksideranch.org dot, dot org not dot com podcast dot org. and um wait podcast at rocksideranch.org Nice and uh, and oh gosh, how do we end this? Just oh just yeah just remember <laughs> Feeding. line, Feeding. line. <laughs> Just remember, restoration is a process that takes time. It is difficult. And uh, but every every moment that you invest into restoring relationships is uh, worth it. And so, yeah, we hope that you're encouraged by these episodes and we hope that we can help um, provide hope to a situation that may feel hopeless. So we will see you next week. And thanks for joining us.